you know how sometimes you're in a social situation and everyone has someone to talk to and you're just like hi exactly so what I used to do I used to open my calendar app and I used to just keep scrolling down and up that to pretend that I actually had something to do <laughs> I know I remember I was in a really awkward position so I literally just pretended I was texting someone on my phone and in reality my phone was literally dead and that's how much I rely on my phone hey there I'm Sneha and you're listening to everyday today Today's episode, I'm accompanied by my friend Simran, and we're going to be talking about something so very fun. We're going to be talking about phone screen time. If you are a kid, teen, listening to this, and you haven't ever been called out for being on your phone, then oh my gosh, I, I do not know you. And if you are a parent, then gosh, you're one lucky one if you have never called out your child for being on their phone. But our phones are such an integral part of our lives today um you know especially for gen z because that is this defining characteristics for us and a part of it is stereotypical but it is a huge part of who we are and that also leads to some negative consequences which is spending large amounts of time on our phone so simran here has an average of 8 to 12 hours of screen time on her phone every single day which blew my mind because that is a much, much, much higher than mine. So I'm sitting in conversation with her today to talk more into why and what leads to that sort of screen time. And we sort of come up with and brainstorm some solutions for the same. Do you use, do you use uh, time limits on your thing? No, I don't. I just have screen time on just to... <laughs> feel bad about how much hours I spend on my phone but I haven't I actually did put it up at one time but even when the reminder came up I always found myself ignoring the limit so I just turned it off but I remember in seventh and eighth grade my dad did have screen time on my phone like he controlled it and I think I was a lot more uh I spent a lot of less time on my phone that time. I also, yeah, I was just more productive during those times. Okay, I'm going to do a comparison. So I remember in eighth grade, um, I remember I got home from school. I sat down on my phone for two minutes and then my downtime uh, came. So that like literally kind of like left me in a position like, okay, I got to do my homework now. And I remember that was um, that for like every single day I got my homework done the minute I came back from school because, you know, screen time. And I remember in ninth grade uh, last year, I didn't have screen time. So I would just I would be on my phone the minute school ended to like, let's say I think it was 8 p.m. And then 8.30, I went downstairs, socialized with my family. Um, and then I started to get do homework at 9 p.m. and then I would stay up doing my homework at 12 a.m. and I was really struggling and then I went to bed but I was on my phone till like 2 a.m. and that just became a daily habit. thing about like TikTok and stuff is like not watching them are not going to make you miss out on life. Exactly. But it's yeah, still so totally hard to stop that. watching them. Yeah I know it's super hard. 
it's so hard especially since like the for you page is like tons of new videos personalized to your interests it's just it's really hard something i read was that a lot of times what teens do is that they spend most of their screen time multitasking so if i'm watching a movie or something on my computer or on the tv i'll still be scrolling through my phone on my social media like you instagram know, or that something. that's exactly what i was doing an hour ago i was watching a show all american and um i was also <laughs> scrolling through tiktok and i um I zoned out for a couple minutes. I was like, oh, wait, what just happened in this show? I got to rewind because I was on my phone. I have witnessed this so, so many times when whenever you're out somewhere, the parents are like in a restaurant, the parents are on their phone, the children are on their phone, or especially like when people are out on a walk, they're staring into their phones. And that, I think, is definitely not a good thing. Usually when my dad sends me out for a walk, that's what happens. I, yeah. I just spend the whole time on my phone when the whole reason I came out was to get a detox. We're just so tied up in looking at our phone screens to figure out everything that's happening in the world or like, you know, what is this person doing on the other side of the globe or like, what is this TikToker up with? I don't know, whatever. But we forget to just look up from those tiny screens and around us and the world around us and to really see what there is around us. So like when we're going on a walk, just putting that phone aside and being with nature, being being in those, um, you know, being in an open surrounding, getting fresh air, that itself is such a healing and even like fun thing to do, like maybe on a daily basis as a routine. The last thing I want to ask the idea of being up till two in the night on your phone. I have honestly never understood that, maybe because I've never done that, because I always try to sleep on time and put my phone away. Mm -hmm. But first of all, like, why? So let's say you get into your bed at 10 p.m. and you're just going through TikTok. That just gets, it just adds up and it's already 12 a.m. And then for me, um, then I switch to like weapon, then I read, and then it just it goes by so quickly because you're so invested in it, you know, like you just forget time. It just adds up so quickly. And before you know it, it's already 3 a.m. So is the reason for it being at night just because you feel like you have more time because the day's just more to- time for yourself? Like personally, I love night because that's a time when I finally get time for myself to relax. I feel like the waking up till 2 a.m. is problematic. Yeah, it is very problematic. (laughs) I need to work on that. But Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of people who talk about how, like, you know, uh, at night I feel more in control of my surroundings. And so that is why I'm up till late. But I feel like why is our phone the only way for us to do that? Couldn't we just, like, go for a walk journaling if you're drawing something? or Like, you know what I mean? There's just so much you can do to feel and connect with yourself even if night is that time what am I even that's saying true. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> no you're right you're right you're right I feel like I should really set some limits because this is one thing that I really want to improve on before school starts 
I also agree with you on the night thing. I feel like there are more things that you can do at night than just staying up on your phone. If you like, you know, the nighttime, like. The biggest thing about this is I never see anyone calling it out. Like, I don't know where, you know, being in the dark on your phone up till late and even lying to your parents or something. You're honestly not even talking about parents in this, but like for yourself, just like uh, spending such a long amount of time on your phone at late to night, like staying up late is a whole different thing, but being on your phone and just scrolling through social media or TikTok, um, you know, like it's so weird because no one ever calls it out. On top of no one ever calling it out, there's this idea of the fact that it's so normal and it's so cool that like more people, like if you're scrolling and you see this one person who's just, oh my gosh, I was on FaceTime till 3 a.m. with this person or like, um, you know, I'm just up or like, I don't know, in some ways glorifying that makes you yourself be like, yeah, this is right or like, yeah, maybe I should try it out because when you try it out, it's really hard to stop because Social media is just designed to be so addicting, which we talked about earlier, so. And with that, we move into potential solutions, including how to spend less time in your phone, how to be less dependent on it, and how we can create like a mutual understanding between us and our parents so as to not have fights over phone usage. It's really important to be honest with ourselves when it comes to something like this. So first, we have to sort of think what exactly is okay for me and what is not okay for me. So like like you said, Simon, that you're not happy with this amount of screen time. So what is the amount of screen time that you're happy with? And then working towards that. Like for me, I definitely, definitely want mine to be under one hour. And it it is generally one under one hour every day. And so it's like how I do that is then a different process. But because I have it, this like strong um, belief that I don't want that to happen, it just makes it much easier. And it's not, I mean, well, maybe it is hard because we're just so dependent on our phones. But um, it's a lot about just the mental blocks we have and the feeling that we don't have anything to do without our phones when that is so, so wrong because we have so much to do without our phones as well. And uh, um, I tried a couple of like no phone days as well. Those are much harder though. Uh, but for me, I, I, I have screen times for myself. I have the time limits for myself. And yes, I do ignore it sometimes. But for me, it's like my brother will always call me out if he ever sees me doing it. And then it'll be like, oh my God, I had such a high screen time today. So that is what keeps me in check. And I'm like, no, I am not going to ignore it. I'm going to, you know, say, okay, okay, close my eyes, okay. And putting your phone at a far distance or like, inside a closet that that helps me because then I won't even think about it because if it's in front of me then I'm going to be like oh let me pick it up because what's the harm just two minutes but if it's somewhere where I'm not even thinking about it because it's really not offering me anything beyond a certain point and so it's like you know just 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 ways to feel detached from it and to feel attached to other things yeah you know something something that helps me is like Whenever I'm going out somewhere, not just on a walk, but if we're going out to a restaurant or if I'm going to someone's house, I always leave my phone behind at home 
because that's yeah it's like a way for you to first of all actually pay attention to what you're like you're going out for a reason you're not just going out for no reason and second Mm -hmm. of all it's like these small little things that help you build a habit of not being dependent on your phone so right I know that my parents have this like strict rule of not using your phone in the car or not using your phone during meals so it's just something that Mm -hmm. doesn't happen and so it's like these little things that make me less dependent on my phone when it comes to watching like tv shows and stuff most people watch it either on their phones or on their computers or like laptops. Watching that stuff on the TV is much better than watching it on your phone. It's just much better for the eyes in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, the thing is, a lot of kids don't feel comfortable watching certain things just because parents are around. So I feel like parents have to sort of understand and be like, you know, your kids aren't kids anymore. You have to be okay with your kids watching teenage shows because they are teens. Exactly. You have to understand. I'm 15 now. I can't be watching Disney shows. Exactly. I've grown up, you know? The more the parents sort of restrict the children, the more the child is going to want to sneak off and be like, let me just like go into my room and just watch it on my phone. Instead of being a little more open about it, the child is going to be like, you know what? Okay, I'm watching. And the parents also can control you better from watching it for too long if they know that you're watching it so exactly I actually stopped watching like shows on the phone and computer because my mom is she's just a lot more understanding now about the shows because she actually starts watching them with me I feel like in things like this parents and children both like I feel like such a philosopher okay but parents (laughs) and children both sort of have to play a role because like the child is only going to tell you okay first of all I feel like we think that our parents are going to get mad when they're actually not going to get mad. There's that step of us actually having to realize that our parents are not villains all the time. They might realize. And again, I can't speak for all parents because, you know, you can't say that for all parents. Yeah. But at the same time, the parents also cannot just get mad at your child for doing things a teenager does because then they're going to start hiding from you and they're going to start sneaking off. So it's a responsibility for us because the more open we are with our parents, the more our parents can control us in a positive way. And exactly. So mm-hmm. It's like, so we can reach a consensus that's a win-win for both of us. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. They get more understanding. I should not be afraid to let my guard down in front of my parents. Yeah, cause... I feel like it'd be really cool to talk to parents about this sort of stuff because we infer a lot of things, but we don't know what exactly our parents think. Yeah. You know, because I think they'd rather want to know what's happening in our life, even if it's stuff exactly. we approve of, than just, like, mm-hmm. be in the dark. My dad still has access to my screen time, so I feel like I should tell him to look at it more, so I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I should tell him to look at my screen time more, so I feel like I shouldn't spend so much time on my phone. Because I know that if he sees the 12 hours, I know I'm going to get in a huge amount of trouble. So, yeah. But honestly, for my, for my benefit, I should tell him that. I feel like phones aren't the problem to everything, but they do play a huge part in a lot of the problems. You know Right. I mean? Okay. Oh, wait. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. So I feel like when we spend so much time on our phone, we're also not going to get like 
you know, we're not touching the grass or we're not getting some fresh air. We're also mm-hmm. not like doing other things that could potentially make us happier, like um, spending time so spending time doing our hobbies and stuff. If I spend 12 hours on my phone, the phone is somewhat an issue. Even if I don't spend too much hours on my phone and I just check social media, you know, every once in a while, I feel like that's great. I feel connected. Yeah, I, I know what's going on in the world. Because it's important, it's important to use that social media in a good way because it's such a exactly. powerful thing to know what's mm-hmm. happening in the world and not just live life in your own like one mile radius or something. Our conversation actually drifted into social media, the impact of spending time on it and everything, but I think that just deserves a whole other episode for itself, so I will be cutting that off, and I think this episode is long enough already, but I hope this episode was insightful for you, you could take away some things that might help you, and you could understand yourself better why you might, you know, if you are spending you know large amounts of time on your phone etc etc and yeah so that was it for today's episode i hope you enjoyed and did i just say that twice okay whatever but um thank you so much for listening have a great day make sure to subscribe or follow or whatever to the podcast so you never miss out any episode thank you and monitor your screen time